Happy New Year. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Letters and Layers podcast. Welcome to any new listeners. This is your host, Amaka. It is January 14th, Sunday, that I am recording. Sunday morning. I have plans with a new friend, hopefully later. Um, We have brunch scheduled, and that's part of what I'm going to go into later in the episode. But before then, I'm thinking of you guys. I've been thinking of my podcast all month. I've been reading. Let me backtrack a little bit. So I signed off middle of December, and then, you know, just kept going with things as normal, Christmas was approaching. Christmas was pretty low-key. I stayed in Chicago. My husband had the day off, which was great because if anyone knows the plight of a medical resident, their schedule is pretty unexpected and they could very well work on holidays. So he actually had this Christmas off, this past Christmas off, which meant we were able to spend it together. It was low-key. We woke up. We had breakfast. He made pancakes, which were delicious. He made a pretty tall stack. It was like five pancakes, and he made them from scratch. So I was very excited, but I was like, oh, am I going to eat all this? It was like a stack of five pancakes, and then I devoured them. (laughs) I took one bite, and I was like, oh, oh, I see where we're going to go with this. I'm going to finish everything. (laughs) So I did. And then I watched a Christmas movie. What was the name of it? I don't remember the name of it. It was the one that had Jason Biggs. It was on Netflix. It had Brandy and Jason Biggs in it. And it was, I turned it on because Brandy was in it. That's pretty much the only reason. And I'm not want to really watch Christmas movies, but I'm like, you know what? Let's celebrate in the small ways that I can. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna be cheesy. I'm gonna put on a Christmas movie. And it was cheesy. You know, the plot was simple. (laughs) There wasn't too many twists and turns, but it was cute. It was cute. (laughs) It was cute. So I watched that and just kind of chilled. Like I was just happy to be home and, you know, have nothing too crazy go on. Um, I reached out to family to wish them Merry Christmas. But yeah, that was our Christmas. Um, And then New Year's was pretty low key too. I had brunch plans scheduled, but Um, plans changed and then I ultimately spent the time working on uh, you know getting ready for the week because since New Year's was on a Monday Christmas was on a Monday so automatically that meant that New Year's was on a Monday I was kind of just getting ready for the work week so New Year's was low-key 2024 so far has been nice no complaints pretty chill pretty much just focused on work I am And I didn't take much time off this holiday because I'm actually taking a week off next week to go to Europe. So I am very excited about that. 
and I'm going with a group of friends. I'm going with my sister. I'm going with a close friend of mine and a friend of hers who was interested in joining us. So it's going to be us four. And I am very excited. We're going to Portugal. So I am really looking forward to that. Portugal has been on my travel list for a really, really long time. And just to be able to finally make that a reality is really exciting. So we're like planning our itinerary, but still trying to leave room for, you know, spontaneity. And we all ended up on the same flight. So that's exciting too. And I will definitely let you guys know how the trip went when I get back. So yes, very much looking forward to that. Looking forward to taking a week off of work next week because I think I need the time. I took a couple of days, not even, like I took a day and a half off of work during the holiday week because, you know, in healthcare, you know, things, things don't stop. As far as mental health goes, people still need to be seen. People still need their medications. So I just took a little bit of time with keeping in mind that I was going to take off a whole week in January. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, beyond that, like I've just been kind of, I've been reading a lot. I am reading Thicker Than Water by Carrie Washington. I'm really enjoying the book and I'm almost finished. And that's going to be the topic of our next episode. So I'm really excited. I have not done like a completely book focused episode in a really long time and I think I talked about that on my last episode about how I kind of like I feel like I veered a little bit too much away from books I was still talking about books like we were continuously talking about all about love and we'll continue that because we're not finished but as far as like firing up the microphone and having one episode dedicated to one book I'm excited to go back to that. Um, I'm particularly excited, like I said on the last episode, to uh, focus books primarily on Black authors and Black female authors this year. Um, And starting with Carrie Washington's memoir, I think will be um, a good fit. So that's definitely going to be our next episode. Very excited to talk about it. And yeah, so be on the lookout for that. That's going to be the February 1st episode. So let's dive right in. This is uh, kind of like conversational, just updating you guys. I wanted to jump on a trend and I am reluctant to do these, you know, as far as TikTok and social media goes. But this one had me thinking a little bit. I saw a lot of black women on social media kind of participate in this. And I was like, you know what, if I were to entertain this thought, like, what would my answer be? So it's the 2024 ins and outs trend. And people have been sharing a lot of different things based off of their life, obviously, of what they would want to incorporate in their 2024 and what they would want to leave in 2023. And I was thinking about that for myself and I came up with a few things. So as far as outs go, this is something I've been working on just, you know, as, as, a professional as a creative in a way now with my podcast and veering into video and you know just trying to expand being less critical of myself is an out 
Um, I'm just trying to be more compassionate, still keep myself accountable, but not beat myself up, you know, emotionally about mistakes, or maybe I was working on a project and it did not come out how, how I would have liked it. Everything is a lesson. Everything like life is all about learning. Ultimately, I was thinking about this yesterday about really like as far as venturing into new territory and trying something new, life is really just all about trial and error. Life is about quote unquote failing um, because my perception of failure has changed so much. If anything, I see failure more now as, you know, plans being changed or plans being failure for me if I experience it. I have reframed it to be, you know, a change of plans or just something is not supposed to go the way I thought it was supposed to go. I'm supposed to take a different direction. Um, So in that, I have... I am actively working on practicing not being as critical of myself as I was before. And it can still be very hard. I had an experience last month. I don't know if I will share this. It's still fresh, so I feel like I can't. Maybe later, like much later, I had an experience last month where I really felt, you know, the negative, like the word failure, like I felt it. I felt it. Um, I, there was no reframing in those moments, like the emotional meaning of failure, like really set in for me and I pushed through, it took some time, you know, talking with my husband, getting some perspective, I pushed through it and I knew that I would, but sometimes in the moment you're just like, damn, like why didn't I do better, you know, in this case. And, you know, sometimes even if you know better um you may make other decisions that don't reflect that and I just did not like how I handled the situation and it really got to me and it just started to really weigh me down um and I if anything if there's a silver lining to that situation at all it is that it happened in December (laughs) and I used that situation as an opportunity to say, okay, if nothing else, at least it happened at this time, so that as 2023 leaves and as 2024 comes in, I am leaving the situation in this year. (laughs) And it's not gonna follow me into the next year, and it hasn't. The lessons I've learned have followed me, and if anything, I am better for it. But um, yeah, it was really tough on me emotionally and, that was definitely something I was leaning on, you know, as I was kind of coming out of it, that if nothing else, this is as good as timing as, you know, I can, as far as timing goes, this is as good as it can get because I am going to use the change of the year to leave this situation in the past and move forward and take the lessons with me. So being less critical of myself is big. What else? I have it written down. Getting in my own way and doubting my own capabilities, those kind of go hand in hand. And, you know, I feel like I'm getting better with that slowly. I talked quite often last year about how, like, I started to get really annoyed at myself and just 
you get to a point sometimes where you just are tired of your habits that kind of keep you stagnant or stuck. And I was talking about how I really do like to keep things comfortable and convenient with certain things in my life. And I really just have to step out of that because everything that I am looking for is on the other side. Like I have to push through the inconvenient parts to get to where I want to be. And I know myself to be an ambitious person, but things can take longer for me to get done because I'm just like, oh, I have to do this. It's inconvenient. It's out of my way or I have to like restructure my day or whatever. And getting my getting out of my own way in that way has been big for me. I'm getting better. I have found that there are moments where I start to slide back in that. And then I'm like, oh, girl, do we see what's happening? So I am becoming more aware. You know, awareness is key. Awareness is always the first step. Because if you're not aware, then you don't know there's a problem there. So I've been I've become more aware to like see where I'm starting to regress in that way and starting to be like, oh, I could do this now, but I could do it later because I don't want to inconvenience myself and I'm really comfortable and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I try to be like, almost like snap my fingers, like girl, snap out of it, like go do it. Um, <laughs> one, one example, I had to kind of give myself a talk this morning as I was getting ready to record because we are in sub-zero temperatures in Chicago right now. It started on today's Sunday. So it started on Friday. You know, the weather was starting to get colder and we had snow from Friday into Saturday. They thought they said it was going to be a big storm, but it ended up kind of um, snowing pretty heavily for the first hour or so. And then it lightened up and it started to rain. So it definitely wasn't as bad as it was uh, predicted to be. But since that snowstorm, it has progressively gotten colder and colder and colder. And we woke up this morning to negative seven degrees on the on the weather app. And I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that in my life. My husband and I, a couple of weeks ago, were like, oh, you know, maybe it won't be as bad this year because the temps were still kind of pretty mild. But apparently we spoke too soon. And it's supposed to be like this. It's actually supposed to get worse. Tomorrow is supposed to be pretty bad. I think tomorrow the high is supposed to be like zero degrees. <laughs> and then the low is supposed to be like negative 11. And you know the wind chill is going to make it even colder. So I don't know if I'm going to go out tomorrow. But I say all this to say I could feel myself like wanting to kind of just stay inside the house um, because of this weather. But my husband had work this morning and Thankfully, the hospital that he works at is very close, so he bikes there. Um, but because of like the snow and possible ice and things like that, he decided to walk. He just dressed really warm. And I'm like, oh my God. You know, I by no means was planning on canceling brunch at all. I was going to go. But I was kind of like thinking about it and like was like, oh my God, like I have to go outside. And then I was like, girl, snap out of it. <laughs> snap out of it. Like sub-zero temperatures, sure. You know, that is tough, but you are, it's not like you're walking to work the way your husband did. You literally just have to get ready. You're going to be in the outside area for a few seconds. You're going to get in your car. You're going to sit in your car. You're going to warm it up. And it's not like your car is out in the cold. Your car is in a garage. (laughs) So if anything, it's shielded from the wind, you know, um, more so than other cars. 
and then you sit in your car and you warm it up and then you drive and then you drive to your destination and then you you walk into the restaurant like you are not doing anything crazy yes it's cold but you're not staying in the cold so i had to remind myself like girl it's cold but you cannot stay in the house now and not live your life <laughs> i was debating instacarting my groceries because i didn't want to go i was like okay you are doing too much and i'm not judging anyone who elects to do that but for me i'm just like anytime i see that instacart total i'm like okay girl go out and get those groceries so i'm like after brunch i'm gonna go i'm gonna get the groceries and then i'm gonna come home and that's okay like you can't not live your life because it's cold you know people are out chicago winds are used to this weather they have and granted i'm not used to it but i have to get used to it so like i have to kind of adopt the attitude of the people that have lived here life does not stop because it's cold <laughs> so you know i am very much working on that you know not letting inconvenience keep me from living my life and doing things that i have to do and getting to the next levels that i want to get to not being as critical of myself like that situation that happened last month which i really hope i can share with you guys at some point but i just can't i just can't right now um but i'm hopeful as time goes on and certain things change with life that i could talk about it and then what else was there yeah that was pretty much it getting out of my own way doubting my capabilities and i am looking forward to seeing how I practice these things over the course of the year and what it affords me and how things change. So as far as ins go, one in for me for 2024 is to devote at least 15 minutes a day to something for myself and specifically something um, work-related that will add to the momentum of me building my brand, you know, long term and an activity of sorts that will contribute to the efforts I am making um, to be my own boss down the road and, you know, achieve my personal goals outside of my nine to five right now. So that can take form in many different ways that could include podcasting. So as far as today goes, I've met my goal. That could include podcasting, that could include writing, that could include reading, that could include filming, that could include making YouTube videos, that could include scripting podcast episodes, that could include producing, that could include um, brainstorming YouTube topics, like just whatever will contribute to my dream ultimately, which is to completely and totally work for myself in the space that makes me happy and lights me up and makes me want to get up and work and do what I love every day. I'm actively working on that and I feel like today's day 14 pretty much in 2024 and I have met that goal every day in some form or fashion. So I kept the threshold low in terms of time, 15 minutes, because 
as far as consistency goes, that number felt right to me. That number felt attainable. That number felt doable. Um, and I have been able to keep it up. And I believe in myself that I'll be able to continue to keep it up. So that was a big one for me. Um, because I'm like, if I could actually devote 15 minutes a day to... And I calculated it. I think I did it on my um, phone. But I was like, if I can devote 15 minutes of work, personal work, entrepreneurial work to, you know, what I, to my dreams in terms of long-term impact and career and legacy, ultimately, like, what will that look like? All that time. um, And oftentimes I go way beyond the 15 minutes. I can do 20, 30 an hour, like doing that for myself will, I'm, I'm, ultimately sowing seeds and they're only I might not see the fruits of my labor today or tomorrow but all that energy is not going to be wasted and I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to be really happy that I did that work so that's a big in for me another in for me I'm looking at my list another in for me which I am already doing but want to kind of step it up a little bit is Talking to strangers, talking to more people, meeting more new people. I have no shame in my game. I downloaded Bumble BFF. I did, I have used it in the past and I met, I've met a couple of cool people on there. I used it in Connecticut after I graduated and um, I downloaded it here in Chicago uh, maybe two months ago. And I connected with a few people, one of which I am meeting for brunch today. So I'm very excited about going out and, you know, connecting. Hopefully the brunch goes well and we, you know, start to build a friendship. So aside from that, just hoping to kind of build the courage to strike up more conversations while I'm outside in the wild, quote unquote, as they say sometimes. And because you never know what impact a stranger might have on you. You never know what impact you may have on a stranger. And, you know, you have to read the room. You have to scope out your environment. You have to be able to know if it's appropriate. But in the environments where I find myself, where it wouldn't be weird or anything like that, like, you know, just practice being able to talk to people that you don't know. It's a really important tool and you know a superpower in some ways because if you're literally able to strike a conversation up with anybody the value that you're able to add to your life and the value that you're possibly able to add to that person's life like you really can't measure it so that's an in for me as well what else oh getting closer to god for me is big this year i've always felt a presence of God in my life, whether I, you know, felt close to God in those moments or not. Um, I've always felt like God has been looking out for me in ways that, you know, I really can't attribute to anything else. And in kind of thinking about that more and being more aware about that, I'm like, you know what, I really just kind of want to be more intentioned in that part of my life. And like I said, I feel like God has always been looking out for me, whether I feel close to God or not. And I just 
want to i feel like feeling closer more often feeling closer every day is just about action on my part it's about it's about walking in my faith more intentionally so that's a big priority of mine that's a big in for myself this 2024 and beyond and beyond so those are my big three ins for 2024 talking to more people getting to know more people devoting more time to my dreams and goals my personal dreams and goals and getting closer to god so i hope you guys enjoyed that segment i am curious if you guys have any 2024 ins and outs for yourself please share if you feel so moved i would love to hear from you all okay so moving on i wanted to talk a little bit about something that i've been mulling over more recently because of an experience i had and it inspired me to do something that honestly i never really thought that i would do but i have found that doing it hasn't really impacted me in any way that i thought it would so i i went to see the renaissance film i enjoyed it renaissance a film by beyonce which is pretty much i would say a lot of footage from the concert and i went to the concert in Dallas I talked about that in a past episode I think it's motivation versus momentum that's where I discussed it so yeah I went to her concert with my sister and her friend we had a great time so when she announced that she was putting out a movie for the tour I bought a ticket probably the day that they were released and I saw it I saw it like the night before its official release because it was supposed to come out December 1st and sometimes with theaters they like have like day before viewing so I really just wanted to see it as quickly as I could because I was very excited about that so I saw it I loved it and I had an interesting thing happen to me because I went to the movie, I finished the movie, I came out, there was a movie attendant who had um, like mini posters for branding, like for the movie branding, I guess. So I took the poster home. It's it's like an eight by 11. It's like a normal, like paper sized poster of her in that like robot uniform or robot like outfit or whatever. So I took it home and I really didn't have anything to do with the poster i'm not big on posters like celebrity posters um growing up i had pictures of myself and family on my wall i didn't have really posters of celebrities so i was like what do i do with this poster and i don't know why i had a hard time i was like the thought of throwing the beyonce poster away almost felt to me like I was committing a sin (laughs) as crazy as that sounds like it felt like throwing the poster away would be like ripping out pages of the bible and throwing it away and I did not like that someone who is a celebrity sure who is a huge huge celebrity you know a huge entertainer and you know just 
a cultural phenomenon in American society and in black culture, you know, and has done a lot of work to get to that point. There's still a person, there's still a person. And I hated that it felt like I was committing, like I was doing something bad by throwing the poster away because I literally had no use for it. I had no use for it. The The movie attendant handed it to me. I took it. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, whatever. The branding, the, the, the media push around the movie has been pretty significant. So they're really trying to get people excited about going. I came home and I was like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> I'm not the type to have posters of celebrities since I was young. But the thought of throwing it away just felt wrong. And I was like, what is this? And honestly, I threw the poster away. I threw the Beyonce poster away. I was like, for the fact that I'm feeling this way, I don't like it because she's still a person, someone who I don't know. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know who Beyonce is. I don't know her personally. I know her for the artist that she is. I know her music. I love her music. I have been a fan of Beyonce since the writings on the wall. That was, was it my first music that I bought? I think my first music when I was like 13 or something was um, Songs in A Minor by Alicia Keys. But then soon after, I had like the writings on the wall on cassette tape, (laughs) on cassette tape. So I have been a fan of Destiny's Child in all their iterations and Beyonce since I was 13 or however. So it's been over 20 years. And, you know, still like I was, I was unnerved by the fact that it felt wrong to throw the poster away. And it got me wondering if I have made Beyonce in my mind because I admire her work ethic so much. Like after I saw the movie, I actually came home and it was like 11, like almost midnight. And I actually opened my laptop and started editing and editing a podcast episode because I'm just like, this woman works so hard. Like, you can't deny it. You can't deny it. Obviously, celebrities put out a certain, like, persona and an image, you know, that benefits them. But you can't deny the work ethic of this woman. She's in her early 40s. She has three children. Granted, she has an army behind her. You know, people used to say, you know, you have the same 24 hours as Beyonce. That's true. But your 24 hours is not the same as hers because she has her 24 hours and then she has a team of people who devote a portion of their 24 hours to her. So the manpower that Beyonce has behind her is not something we can compare ourselves to as people that work for ourselves by ourselves, you know? So I disagree with that sentiment. But at the same time, she herself works very hard works very hard because you are the leader if like she has to set an example you know if she is not putting forth the energy that she wants from her team they're going to be less inspired for that dream you know so i agree i i believe wholeheartedly that she is one of the hardest working women i have come across to know as a celebrity persona Um, And it has inspired me. Sometimes where I'm feeling a little bit demotivated or lazy, I will put on Renaissance 
and get my shit done. <laughs> and it works. It works. So I don't take anything away from her about she gets her things done. She gets it done. She works hard. She doesn't cut corners. She, you know, she does everything that she needs to do. But I was uncomfortable with not being able to let go of that piece of branding that I was given. And at the end of the day, I was like, Beyonce is a person. She's not God, you know? And I just said how, like, I want to prioritize getting closer to God as I know God to be in my life. And I'm just like, I feel like I can't throw this poster away. So I was like, I'm throwing it away. I threw it away. <laughs> I threw it away. We were, um, I saw the movie in New York when I was with family for Thanksgiving. So I came home and went upstairs and I threw the poster in a way, away in like a clear bin. And <laughs> every time I would pass the bin, I would look inside and see the poster there and still feel like I was doing something wrong. But I was like, no, like we have to like, we have to cut this off. Like, what is this, you know? So I threw it away. It got to a point where it got full and I had to throw the trash away and the poster went with it <laughs> and the poster went with it. But it got me really thinking about my relationship to celebrity if you can even call it a relationship, because we don't know these people. Even when we go to their concerts, even when we do the meet and greets and we like hug them and we, you know, they, they sign our CDs. Oh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> you know, they sign t-shirts or hats or merch or whatever. Like, you know, we still don't know them. You know, they they give us glimpses of themselves through their music. Beyonce does that. You know, there's a lot that we know about her through that she, whatever she has allowed us to know, she has provided predominantly in her music. But I'm sure the, the little glimpses that she has given us, there are a thousand times more parts of her life that we don't know and don't need to know because we are not in her life and are not privy to and will never be privy to and shouldn't be privy to. And I had to kind of think through that and I widened it to all the celebrities that I would say I admire, quote unquote. And um, I went on Instagram and I unfollowed like 99% of the celebrities that I follow. One, because I wanted to see how that felt like. I wanted to see if unfollowing all the celebrities or nearly all, there's literally like maybe like one that I still follow or two, maybe one or two. I wanted to see if it would impact my life at all to not have celebrity content on my feed. And I'm talking about Instagram specifically. So I unfollowed everyone. I unfollowed Beyonce. Doesn't mean I, I'm not going to listen to her music or anything, but I was like, because of this experience I had with that poster, like I want to unfollow her. And another thing too, another kind of like exercise, mental exercise that I want to do with myself is to see if for the fact that I was seeing these people in my feed, does it mean that they impacted my life in any way? Like, does it, will they come to mind? Will these people come to my mind if I don't see them in my feed anymore? I wanted to kind of perform that mental exercise for myself and honestly I don't even remember 95% of the people that I unfollowed who's coming to mind right now is Gabrielle Union but at the same time I don't really feel the urge and this is nothing against like this is not like there's no reason 
to I'm not bashing Gabrielle Union at all like I have I bought um I read we're gonna need more wine I bought her other book I'm blanking on the title I loved we're gonna need more wine I actually wrote an essay on it maybe I'll share it one day I loved that book she's the only one that's coming to mind right now but like However many, okay, Chloe and Hallie are coming to my mind, but I don't have any urge to go and follow them back. And I don't have any urge to go to their page. Like recently I went to Hallie's page because she announced, she finally announced that she was pregnant and she had a baby boy. So like I wanted to see that post, but I was not moved to refollow her as a celebrity persona. I haven't had any urge to like refollow Chloe, you know? And like I said, I, I feel like I need to keep saying that there's nothing, I have nothing against these celebrities, but as far as the impacts that they have to my day-to-day -day life, it's like little to none, you know? As someone who is a working professional, who has dreams that they're working on for themselves, like these people don't impact my day-to-day my, my -day life. The only people that I follow in terms of celebrity status now, quote unquote, is Ari Lennox. I still follow her because she's on a sobriety journey from alcohol and she recently celebrated her one year. And I couldn't be more happy for a person I have never met, <laughs> who I've never met personally. I've seen her in concert. I went to her concert, her age sex location concert last year. It was amazing. I went with my dear friend Goetti. We had a wonderful time. So I've seen her in person. You know, she has a she has an amazing presence as a performer, along with being a singer. But her sharing her sobriety journey, I connected with that because, you know, I'm in the mental health space. And I was thinking about her as her one year anniversary was approaching. So she has had an impact on me, whether she will ever hear this or not. She has had an impact on me. And I find myself thinking about Ari Lennox aside from social media and Instagram because of the journey she has shared that she's on. So I have kept on following her and I listen to her music regularly. Another person who I follow still is Tia Maori. I follow Tia because she shared that she separated, divorced her husband, was it last year? And in addition to that, you know, um, she does not have any responsibility to share that, but I don't know why, you know, I, I felt something about that when she shared that. I would think that it's a very vulnerable place to be in. So, you know, that was one piece. And I love her reels. Like she just, she just gives off such genuine positive energy. Her laugh is infectious. I love her fashion. I love her style. I am guessing that she is going to write a memoir within the next year or two. And I'm putting this out into the ether. I would love to interview Tia for her book. I don't know if she would ever hear this episode, but, you know, I have nothing to lose. So I would love to interview her. If slash when she writes a memoir and puts it out, I would love to interview her for it. And I would definitely be one of the people to buy it and read it. I was a huge fan of Sister Sister growing up. One of my favorite shows, even my grandmother loved that show. <laughs> one of my favorite shows, I love Tia and Tamara. Um, I connected to Tia more though, so I follow her. And I used, I've talked about her hair product line For You by Tia on the podcast. It is a very good 
hair care line, in my opinion. I used it last week to wash my hair. <laughs> so, you know, there are pieces of my life that I feel like I connect to Tia, even though I have never met her. So that's why I still follow her. I follow Demetria Lucas because I love her travel stories that she shares. She is currently in Africa, although she bounced around literally the whole world last year. And I listen to her podcast. She's currently on break, but I am waiting you know, for her to come back. Um, she is literally a staple in my everyday life when it comes to her episodes. And I usually put her on either in the car or when I'm cooking or when I'm like folding laundry. So she actually, her episode, her um, show actually has like an attachment to pieces of my life. So beyond that, I don't even really think I follow anybody else. And it's because no one else really has an impact in my life and no one else I really think about. I will say though that I have gone on Beyonce's page because I do like her photos. I do love when she posts like carousel of like what she's been wearing lately and she'll like post like little glimpses of like things she's been at here and there. But if that thing, if that thing with the poster didn't happen, I probably would have kept Beyonce. But because it happened and because I'm like, am I kind of like visualizing Beyonce? Am I kind of like treating her in like a godlike way? The fact that I couldn't answer that emphatically with a no, I was like, okay, I need to unfollow her. <laughs> I need to unfollow her. But it doesn't mean that um, I'm not going to go to her page. You know, it's just that if she comes to mind, I will go to her page but I'm not gonna passively consume her content. And I think that's at the end of the day, what I am searching for. Like that's what I want more of. Like I wanna, I wanna be more um, active with the content that I'm consuming. Like I want it to impact me in a positive way. And now that I've done that, I'm actually enjoying Instagram as a social media platform a little bit more. So I am very, I'm very happy with that decision that I made. And I'm not saying this to say, oh, go do what I did. I'm just telling y'all what I did. And I'm telling y'all, you know, because it's something that I've been thinking about. And I'm just like, I wonder if there's anyone out there who have who has considered this. So, yeah, that is what's been going on with that. And I'm curious if anyone has thoughts, please share them. I'm curious what people think about celebrity culture in general. I feel like it's changing. I feel like how we relate to celebrities when it comes to the persona and image that they portray to us is changing. I feel like we are not as enamored with celebrities in the way that we used to be. And I think that has to do a lot with current events. So if you guys want to share, please do let me know your thoughts. Um, and I'm going to end the podcast here. Thank you guys so much. I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to be back. I was kind of nervous to fire up the microphone this morning. I felt a little bit like I forgot what to do, <laughs> but we are here. We are back. The next episode as planned will be February 1st, as per usual. I'm toying with the idea of maybe putting out more um, like micro episodes here and there about, you know, life stuff. So keep a lookout for that. Please share, please recommend this episode or past episodes. Um, please rate and review on your preferred listening platforms. Please follow the podcast. Um, please recommend. Really want to get this podcast to more people who will benefit from the content that I talk about. So please reach out to me, contact at the letters and layers.com. 
and please follow my YouTube channel. It is under construction. If you go there now, I'm going to put the YouTube link in the description for this podcast. If you go there now, it is, you can tell that I'm working on things, (laughs) but bear with me because I really don't want to feel like, I really don't want to wait until I think it's perfect to put things out, you know? Um, I just want to get things going and work on it along the way. And pretty much when it comes to YouTube, which is going to be my predominant social media platform to use outside of the actual podcast, as far as that goes, I'm pretty much building the plane as I'm flying it. And I'm okay with that because I am, you know, kind of looking long term, like what this could potentially be in a year, in two years. So we are in the beginning stages and I hope that you will support me. And thank you guys so much. So happy to be back. Love you guys. And I'll talk to you in the next episode where we'll be discussing Thicker Than Water by Kerry Washington. Okay, bye.